You're listening to the only place on the internet that offers the perfect blend of high-quality premium cigars and cryptocurrency news and commentary. Welcome to Cigars and Crypto. Now here's your host, Invest Noir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Cigars and Crypto. Today, I have my man, the brother of the leaf, David D.A.Priel. Today, my friend, how are you? I am fantastic. It is an honor to be with you. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> We've been following each other for a little while now, and uh, I, I, you are definitely one of the brothers of the leaf that I follow. Uh, I love your posts, and I love that you and I are very unique in this space in that we offer a blend of cigars and cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. Uh, it's nice being in a very small club, my friend. Absolutely. It is, a, <laughs> it is a small club. It started out a little rocky with some of the cigar guys, but we worked through it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good, my man. So um, I'm going to split this up a little bit. And the first thing I love to talk to you about is obviously cigars, because uh, that's just kind of who we are. Uh, what did you smoke today, my man? Did you smoke today at all? No, not yet, but I am going to pull out a nice Vegas Robania this evening mm. and sit on the patio and have a, have a nice little scotch along with that, a little uh, Glenn Robb's 1991. Uh, <laughs> you're killing me, baby. You're killing me. I'm going to kick my feet up and, and uh, enjoy the evening. I'm excited yeah, about it. That sounds good, man. How long have you been a cigar smoker? You know, I would probably say about 18 years. Wow. Um, I was down in uh, Austin, Texas, in the ATX, as we call it. Mm -hmm. And a buddy of mine uh, brought some cigars over, and it was a uh, Don Carlos Robusto. Mm. And the rest is history. There you go. Right down the rabbit hole I went. There you go, man. Just like crypto. <laughs> Just like crypto, bro. It's a scary, scary thought. Scary I've thought. Been, uh, I've been a cigar smoker myself for about six years. Okay. Um, I had dabbled with them once or twice before when I was in the military. But uh, I had a next door neighbor when I moved uh, from the West Coast back to the East Coast who was a diehard cigar aficionado. And um, ordinarily, I probably never would have communicated with this guy. But one day he just walked over and he said, hey, man, we're neighbors. Let's do stuff. And I just kind of looked at him like, really? He's like, yeah, man, come on. Let's go to the cigar lounge. And I was like, well, you know, okay, yeah, whatever, cool. So we go. He pulls out a flask. He pours me a Glenlivet. Ooh. And he handed me a uh, Perdomo Habano. And I just fell in love, man. I said, you know what? This is what I've been missing the whole time. This is how grown men relax and mm -hmm. grown women relax, you know? And so uh, from there, I skipped around to different brands. I made the mistake of thinking that the most expensive cigar is the best cigar. Correct. That Correct. is not the case, my friend. Not for no. me, anyway. Not even close. And not so even close. I dabbled with all of these high-end sticks and couldn't figure out why I couldn't find the flavor, the flavor that really captivated me. And uh, I came across the first cigar that really spoke to me was the Gurkha Ghost. 
Kirk of Ghosts. Yes. And I gave it a shot. I was in Aruba with my wife. Ooh, Aruba. Mm. We went to a store and they had them there. And so I grabbed one because the label kind of attracted me, that shimmery, silvery label. And I smoked it and I had a, a Presidente beer. And I said, man, this is a really great cigar. And so that's when I said, you know what? I like Maduro's. And so I started gravitating to them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting because a lot of, you know, a lot of inexperienced cigar smokers, they look at the, the color of the leaf and think, oh, that's way too strong. Right. It's going to be a strength. It's like, it's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, now, unless you were privy to smoking the Gray Cliff Espresso. Ooh. Now, I've never tell you had what. that. You better sit down. <laughs> uh, outside of what was it? The was it the Gurkha Beast? Mm. Is it the Beast? I think that I smoked. I don't think I ever had a stronger cigar. I, I really, I was, I was seeing a little bit green. Fantastic cigar. I think Great Cliff cigars are very underappreciated. Definitely. Um, but the espresso was, at least at that time, was was very strong. Maduro's are nice. I, you know, I. I like a cigar if I like a cigar. I don't know if that I gravitate towards a specific leaf. Yes. Um, I do love Nicaraguan tobaccos. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, shoot. I'm, if, if, if I like it, I like it. And I don't really care about the price. Now, I obviously love my Cubans. Love my Vegas Robanias, which are way under the radar for Cuban cigars. You never have to worry about them being... Uh, faked, you know, like a Cohiba right, or Monte right. Cristos. Love my Davidoffs. I know they're a little bit higher, but those are, you know, those aren't an everyday smoke. You, you know? know, I agree. I um speaking of Davidoff, I want to go back to the Great Cliff point. Great Cliff mm-hmm. is made by Davidoff, and their factory, well, one of their uh, factories I visited in Nassau, and okay. my family is from the Bahamas. And we were doing a tour of Nassau because my folks live in Eleuthera and Cat Island. And so we were doing a tour of Nassau and we went to the Great Cliff Factory and I picked up about 10 of each. And man, oh man, what a fantastic cigar, man. Great Cliff is a very underrated brand. It's a little pricey, Mm -hmm. but it is a fantastic cigar, man. Now to fast forward to the Davidoff. One of the more uh, expensive cigars that I do enjoy is the Davidoff Escurio and the Davidoff Yamasa. And they are fantastic. Yes. 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 I'll have to say the Yamasa is fantastic. The signature is the one I tend to gravitate to. Hmm. Never Uh, had one. Yeah, the signatures are, are really nice. Every now and then, I will uh, splurge on a Zeno Platinum. I know they're way pricey, but man, if you want something that's just full of slap you in the head, that's that's definitely something you want to sit down and just enjoy. But again, it's not an everyday smoke. It's like it's like trying to smoke an Opus. Or okay, something yeah. Like yeah. You know, it's not worth it. There's so many great things, you know, wonderful smokes out there for a lot less money mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. I just enjoy. I just enjoy them in general. I, yeah. I think one of the things I enjoy most about cigars is the community because you've never met a stranger in a cigar bar. Exactly. And, and no matter where you come from, 
no matter what you look like, no matter what your employment is, you can sit down and have that one thing in common. And it doesn't matter who you are. Someone's going to ask you, hey, buddy, what you smoking? Exactly. And and I have a couple of places I go to here in in Dallas and uh, you can go in and it doesn't make make a difference the color of your skin. doesn't make a difference if you're male or female. If you're sitting down and you're having a cigar, there's conversation and everybody, everybody leaves it at the door. Yes. They leave the best part. They leave those, the politics and they leave the the BS. That's just not a play. You get, you'll have those conversations, but it's not based upon skin color. It's not based upon race. It's not based upon your political aspirations. Yeah. Uh, you just have those good conversations. And everybody remembers you. I, I've given away so many cigars as I'm sitting there talking with guys. Hey, have a cigar. And they're like, oh, wow. You know, because they're meant to be shared. It's meant exactly. To, exactly. And that's how you and I can. Yeah, it is, man. It's an experience, you know. Mm-hmm. It really yeah, is, I, man. I enjoy it. Enjoy it. Um, so, so tell me. What your favorite Cuban? You said the Vegas Vegas Rubina. If my my if I were to pick my three favorites, mm, great. obviously the Cohiba Ciclo Six. You know, really, yeah, Cohiba Esplendido <clears throat> Vegas Robina. Those are my three. Obviously, those other two are going to be uh, well. The Esplendido is not so much, but the Cohiba Ciclo Six is whew, extremely pricey. You don't always know if you're going to get them, if they're going to be legit. Very few places that you can really trust. But one of my all-time favorite smokes was not Aruba, but down in Curacao mm. at uh, the boat uh, where all the ships come in. There's a little uh, Cohiba cigar shop that we drove to, and I had an unbelievable time with cigars. Uh, at that, while I was there, I went to Curacao and Bonaire, went diving and oh, man, yeah. that's the perfect man. place to do that, man. Ah, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, I want to go to Aruba. Yeah. I want to smoke in Aruba. I want to smoke in all those islands yeah. and including the Bahamas when you're going to come see me if I go. Yeah, man. You let me know when you, when you're ready, you let me know, man. I, I'm always down to hit Nassau, hit Freeport, any of those islands, man. I'm always down. You, we're going to head down to St. Lucia in August. Mm. Okay. We're gonna yeah, check you it know out. what, man? After this is after this is over, man, ping me the details, man, and I'll I'll, I'll line that up because I, I'm definitely right. looking to to get away. There you go. Sounds good to me. I'll, we'll yeah, definitely man. connect it. <laughs> now, my three favorite Cubans. I love the Hoya de Monterey Epicure Number Two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the Monte Cristo Open Eagle, oh. and the Bolivar Bellicoso. Those are my favorites. Yes. Yes, I had the Bellicoso in the Caymans. Mm. And I even had, I, and after that, I, I tried one of the Bean Keys. Uh, yeah. Cohibas. Yeah. That'll put you on, put you on all, all fours real quick. Yeah, it will, my friend. I was in uh, Cuba when I first had my first uh, 52. And uh, mm. it was great because in August of last year, I took this cruise with my wife. And you go to this place... And they have, it's like inside of a fort, but in this fort is the only cigar shop that you're allowed to uh, visit as an American. And we walk in and there's Havana Club rum, espresso, and just a huge wall of cigars. And I fell in love, man. I bought a box of uh, Bolivar Short Coronas. And Mm. 
brought them back. And man, I tried so hard to save him, but Bolivar's just right up my alley, man. It hits all of my flavor points right where I need them hit. So, uh, of course, that lasted only about a month and the box was gone. <laughs> now I always say food. we're not going to smoke them. It's the first one we go to. Exactly. You know, can't yeah. help it. Ah, yep. I, I'm with you. I, I can. Every time I go into the Caribbean, I always try to get me some coming through the airports because they're obviously cheaper. But you know, you just sometimes you just don't know if what you're getting is real. Yeah, that's, that's true. The scary part. That's scary. Yeah. Even even in the airports, you just don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's you just don't true. know. That's all right. Yeah, it'll be worse. <laughs> I, I I get mine. Uh, uh, from the internet so when we're done here i'll ping you the uh address fantastic They're i've had a couple guys come to me on the internet yeah. uh seem to be reputable but i'm sure you guys you have some good folks as well that'd be great yeah. i order from them once every two months so nice i'm pretty happy with them but hey look do me a favor let's take a quick break and then sure. when we come back i want to talk to you about beats coin oh let's do it <laughs> okay man we'll be right back in just a second folks Hey everybody, welcome back. It's your boy Invest Along with my friend David. David, my friend, thank you again for being patient, hanging in there with me. I need you to tell me about Beatscoin. What is Beatscoin? Beatscoin is about about to change the matter of fact, they're not about to change the rules, they're about to break the rules. Um, if you really want to get the, the short and skinny on it, you look at the stranglehold that uh, musicians and artists have been under for, for as long as anybody can remember. They don't own their music, they don't make anything off their music. Um, trying to get them on YouTube and all these other platforms in a centralized environment um they get nothing sometimes three cents five cents a download beatscoin is going to give that power and especially the income and control back to the artists mm. so what an artist can do is they can take their music put it onto the platform and um they can, they, I think they make about 95%. I think that's the average of what they're looking at off of downloads. Wow. And what they can do is they can upload, they can store, market, rent, sell their content to users uh, with the added benefits of crowdfunding or selling merchandise and event tickets um, mm. to subscribers and fans. And um, Beatscoin is actually the cryptocurrency, which uh, fuels Vibravid. So Vibravid is the actual platform and Beatscoin is the coin that's going to power it. And it's going to be released on the Tron network. And um, they're, they're right now in closed beta. I'm an advisor for the platform just to make, make sure everybody knows that. But I've been a fan of theirs because I met Steve, uh, Steve Zambron um, at Nitron. And uh, I chatted with him prior to that about his struggles with Ethereum moving to the Tron uh, blockchain. And so they've been at it for a while and they've got a really good team uh, uh, behind the scenes working with the devs. You know, the, the closed beta is just that it's a bug hunt. You know, they've got people on there um, looking for bugs, trying to trying to break it yeah. so the devs can fix it. 
Yeah. Uh, they're supposed to be uh, putting out the IEO this month at some point. I, you know, I, I don't like putting dates on things because, you know, they're not going to launch unless it's ready. But this, this platform will be the first platform on any blockchain that has, that will change an industry. It's not a gambling platform. It's not a platform. It's not um, a game where you run around picking up tokens. This platform is going to merge the uh, cryptocurrency community with the general public worldwide. And it's going to change the way things work. And it's going to be great for the artists. It's, I mean, and there is a buzz. There's a wonderful buzz about this platform. I think uh, you'll, you'll see when this thing launches out, it's going to have uh, a long and, and fruitful shelf life because it's going to change everything single-handedly. At least that's my opinion. My friend, that sounds fantastic. I think it's important that artists own their brand mm-hmm. the same way you have to own your keys to own your crypto mm-hmm. you need to own your brand to own your brand mm-hmm. and there are publishing uh issues that artists face all the time mm-hmm. um their masters that they have issues with and i think this platform could be the perfect place for artists to develop their craft and sell their wares as independent businesses, as Mm -hmm. independent brands, as opposed to being attached to uh, another company or firm. And you said this is on the Tron platform. That's correct. It's on the Tron blockchain. Uh, And folks can check it out at beatscoin.io. They can go check it out. They actually have a uh, artist accelerator program. So they're currently signing up artists. They have lots of artists involved. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just had, um, I think a big, big party up at DevCon up in Seattle. They had an after party and I think it was a music review for the rap artist Thizzle. Mm. So they've got some good folks coming on board. And of course, you know, just like any uh, new technology, it's going to take a little bit for it to get its legs. But the premise is, is a net net positive for artists. There's, there's no other way around it. Yeah. And it, definitely will be a thorn in the side of the YouTubes uh, and the Apples and all those other platforms out there that are robbing artists blind. And it's all about the money. Yeah, it is, man. And I think uh, the beautiful thing about blockchain in general is disruption. Oh, yeah. You know, disrupt the the, the current paradigm and create a new one. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think Beats could do it. Now that's beatscoin.io, B-E-A-T-Z-C-O-I-N.io, beatscoin.io. Go check them out when you get a chance, folks, most definitely. So this is the part of the show, my friend. I have one question. Notice Uh I didn't ask you any questions. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. But I have one question that I ask all of my guests. Go for it. Where do you see cryptocurrency and blockchain technology in the next three to five years. Wow, that's a mm-hmm. that's a great question. Um, I think cryptocurrencies like Ripple will be the mainstay in banking. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Bitcoin will surpass everyone's expectations, and I also, and in, in, in my humble opinion, I think BTT which is now launched with the BitTorrent protocol through the Tron platform, 
mm-hmm. will be will take over the internet. Mm. I think you'll I think you're going to see uh, blockchain technology in places you never thought it would go. And I think more and more companies right now are involved with it than anybody could ever imagine. I, I just don't think that it's being put out there until it's perfected. Okay. I, and I think people are fr- afraid to embrace it, especially governments. It's mm. a threat. It's a threat. And, and in my opinion, I think uh, crypto, cryptocurrency in general is a threat to the stranglehold that the United States holds on the world with its dollar. I think that's the biggest change that you're going to see because if countries make that switch, how does the United States hold sway? Because they can't manipulate their currency because everybody goes off the dollar. But if the dollar goes away, if it loses, it's just like Bitcoin, uh, or Bitcoin has its stranglehold on the market. The dollar has the stranglehold on the world's currency markets. Now you take that away. What happens to the power of the United States? Mm. That's my biggest prediction. That's an interesting take, my friend. Mm-hmm. Could be way out there. People think I'm crazy, but it's it's highly possible. No, you know, I, I everyone has their opinion, and mm-hmm. everyone is entitled to their opinion. And this show is for everyone to broadcast their opinion. Because we don't offer financial advice here. We only offer no. open oh, no. <laughs> I can't even take care of my own finances. <laughs> my wife doesn't, so it's all good. <laughs> there you go. So look, man, I'm going to open up the floor to you. Are there any other projects that you're working on right now? Well, uh, you will be the first to know. Uh, and nobody knows about the exclusive. Uh, yes, there is a project that I have a team uh, working on right now that we will be announcing and it's called game it mm. and uh, game will be the site. Nobody's doing it. We are it's competitive gaming. It's betting. It's streaming to where you can player versus player compete against anybody around the world with blockchain games mm. and have a nice little wager between two people or four or 10 multiple blockchains will be involved. We will not be blockchain agnostic because the site itself will have centralized properties, but it's an on-chain off-chain platform to where people can come on and access games from Tron to uh, waves to EOS. So multiple blockchains will be accessible from our platform. And, you know, you and I could be, I could be sitting on a plane and I log on and I want to compete against someone in a fight game. So you and I fight, I bet you a buck, winner take all. <laughs> now that and sounds like fun. Yeah. And it's, e-sp- it's we call it D-sports, DAP sports. Okay. So it's not limited to just tiny games. There's going to be a lot of games that will be involved with the platform mm-hmm. that we will be creating ourselves. We'll have other development companies creating games for our platform. There'll be social aspects to the platform, so message boards, things of that nature. But it's a great way for people to come on and, you know, compete against each other. You know, everything from, you name it, chess to checkers, come in, compete, have some fun. There'll be a streaming capability where you can actually 
watch other people compete, place a little wager on who's going to win that battle, that game. Whole lot of fun. We're really excited about it. And there's a lot more to it than that, obviously. And, and, and I, a two-minute blurb on it, but uh, you kind of get the picture. We're very excited about it. Indeed, I do, my friend. When do you uh, think it's going to be uh, ready? Well, we're going to announce uh, the site, releasing the white paper and things of that nature, probably over the next few weeks. Uh, we're in no real big hurry to try and get this out and let, until it's perfected because we want the, the, the public to be able to read our white paper, understand it, get it. It's a lot of information, uh, and we want to do it right. You know, it's, it's a big community that we're going after. It's not just about Tron or, or anything of that nature. It's about the communities of Waves and EOS, Tron, Steam, all those communities. So, and, it's, and it's quite the endeavor, and yeah. we're extremely excited about it. As you should be, my friend. It sounds like it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fun. And I know if there's a brother of the leaf involved, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I know it's going to be awesome. You're the first to know anything about it. This has not gone anywhere within the crypto community. And it's just something that we, when we put this thing together, we're like, it's, it's not out there. Nobody's yeah. doing it. Yeah. And we're way ahead of the game. So we'll be, we'll be first to market. And we just want to have a lot of fun with it. It's, it's, well, it's one of those things to where everybody loves games. Everybody loves to compete. Everybody loves to gamble, even though it's not technically a gambling site because it's player versus player on a wager. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to combine that with the social aspect of it, profiles and message boards and live streaming and all on one platform, but multiple chain, which brings communities from around the world together to one site. Right. That's what we want to try and do. We want everybody involved. David, that sounds fantastic, my friend. We hope so. Hey, anything else you want to tell us about? Man, that's it. I just enjoyed being on the show with you, man. Man, you know what? I enjoyed having you, my friend. We will definitely do this again. When you guys uh, get uh, Game It up and going, make sure you give me a call. Um, and I will definitely have you back on the show so that you can uh, discuss it. We can put it out there for the masses to find and use and sign up. And I, I will sign on as well. And I'm going to check out Beats Coin as well this evening yes. as soon as we're yeah. done. Yeah, go check out Beats Coin. It's, it's such a great platform. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so proud and excited to be part of that platform because it's going to make a difference yeah. in the lives of artists. And, and, and that's exciting. That's, that's, that's great to be part of. David, my friend, thank you so much for being on my show today. I really do appreciate it, buddy. Glad to be here, man. No problem. You have a great night. Take care.